0: what's going on ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the awakened soul uh we're closing out 2019 going into 2020 which still just seems weird uh to me that we're in 2020 i last few years have just flown by um but how rude of me i'm your host ceo hayes and welcome to The Awakened Soul at the start. If you want to follow the podcast, make sure you check us out at Awakened Soul. If you want to follow me, go ahead and follow me at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E, and we're here for another week. Last week, we talked about uh, success and failure and how you can ultimately find success in failure by embracing the failure and learning from it. That's how you find success in failure. This this week, we're going to be talking more about perseverance and how you persevere and work through things and the mindset that p- persevering people have um, and, and just ultimately how you can obtain that. Like this, this whole... You know, it. I I do everything in a series of three. Usually, when I do when I do topics that that can get into that, that's been my thing towards the last half of this year's series. And I've always said I feel like there's something powerful in the number of three. And these last like three episodes, kind of all uh, besides the Queen of Slim episode, all kind of like overlap with. I don't know if it's motivational. I, I, that's not what I want to call it. Like actively it's kind of become a series. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I hope everyone is, is preparing um, to close out this decade. Well, this decade has been amazing to me over the course of this decade. I have ooh really I think like discovered myself so to say and my passions and you know upgraded my mindset somewhat like uh, I think I I got over being a young hothead uh, over the course of this decade that I just yeah it it, it was it was much needed uh, if you guys listen to the episode with my mom and my dad um separate episodes there were two separate episodes and like just what like how they talked about like how far I've come and like them being concerned about me going into adulthood and everything and. You know, I, while I did get it together when my son was born at 19, uh, somewhat, I like to think like over this last decade, really, just you know, put a different spin on on my outlook on on life and outlook on the world and outlook on you know, just you know, certain things that you just got to kind of overlook and you know, focus in on you. Um, so yeah, that that's that's been what this decade's meant meant to me. We'll actually talk about it on the on the decade wrap up show that'll be dropping New Year's night. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. I, I'm, that's that's been my thing the last couple of years I'm, I'm rambling again so uh that's what we got coming up on this week's episode we also have the in the mind and hay segment but before we get into in the mind and hay segment we actually have a pre-recorded se- segment from jay from just say words who uh it, it, it it's piggybacks off of what was uh on last week's episode um he got he got the, the recording into me late but it's such you know jay J- anyone who listens to just say words if you don't if you listen to this you definitely need to listen to just say words but Uh, you'll know that like jay is a really introspective person he has a great uh just perspective that that it does need to continue being shared uh with the world so i'm glad that he gave me content for this platform and for this podcast we're going to get into that first after our intro music and then after that we'll go into the end of my hey segment i'll see you guys there
2: the following is a breaks media podcast
1: Just say words podcast. Um, so I'm here talking to Homie Hayes about when uh, a failure ultimately turned into a success because I embraced the failure. I don't know. Um, so failure to me is really like subjective. Uh, it's subjective in a way because it's kind of like once you really start getting into business, it's failing is like you lost everything. Um, and what people don't talk about in business is like a lot of what you're doing either as it's a mixture of being calculated and a mixture of gambling, right? Um. And so ideally, I think the only story I can really think of is like when I was at my job, like I stated before in the Just Stay Words podcast, where it's like they were downsizing and I decided to gamble on myself um, and just take the severance package and be like, I'm going to work for myself and create content all the time. I think the thing for me is um, I felt like I did all of that prematurely. Uh, And like I had stated, a lot of what I did was a mixture. Like the first part of late spring, early summer felt like I was an entrepreneur. Like I was meeting clients every day. We're getting like stuff done. we were making things We're we're helping build things. And then at some point I felt like I made a transition from an entrepreneur to like a guy who was unemployed, who just had really good ideas. Um, And those ideas never came to like fruition for real. Like I couldn't get people to buy in the amount of money that I had on me. Even the stuff I had saved up just kind of wasn't enough. Um, even all these things that I wanted to start before, like Patreons and all these like paywall content it could just never get off the ground. And I felt like left and right, I was failing. I was pitching ideas to companies and they weren't buying into it. And I just could not like I genuinely, like I said, like, I just felt like I was a dude who didn't have a job, who just had a ton of great ideas but nobody could buy into them and for those of you that know me like I'm really good at pitching ideas to people people really buy into the stuff that I'm doing um so to be turned down or to be ghosted by companies it felt really weird so at some point I was like all right this working for yourself thing ain't it's not cutting it uh because uh none of the people who send you bills give a shit that you <laughs> that you're working for yourself um they just want the money they don't care about your hardship they don't give a shit about none of that so i had to go and like you know get back in the job market and the whole time i'm in the job market it was like you know i i needed a job that you know obviously paid me what my last job paid me but like but also gave me the same flexibility and it's hard um a lot of at my previous job it was just like most of my team was on the west coast so i didn't really have people looking over my shoulder everywhere else they want you to be in the office every day and they don't do remote days and all that kind of other stuff so it was really weird um so ideally the thing this this thing that like out of the blue happened like all of this failing kind of like stacked up i was really down on myself and i'm going to these interviews and not giving a shit because i spent most of the summer working for myself I mean, when you're (laughs) when you're pitching ideas with your feet in the sand or pitching ideas from the ocean front or you can eat breakfast and then watch dolphins swim, it's hard to go sit in a cubicle. So (laughs) so out of blue, this really big company offered me a job. The thing about it is they wanted me to move and I wasn't prepared to do that. One, because where they where they are is expensive. Um, And ideally it um, the amount of money that they were paying me or were trying to pay me wasn't enough. But I told them that I wouldn't be able to do that because I have tons of other things to do. But I would love this opportunity. And they gave me that opportunity. They gave me the opportunity at a reduced rate for a trial run. So they essentially were like, look, we really only need you for this project. And the project's probably only like a few months old, or like a few months long. So you can essentially work on this, put it on your resume, report to this person, and everything's fine. And so I got to do that. So I got to work for this really big company um, and kind of get my name out there and use these people as resources and it felt really good it felt like all the ideas that i had it kind of came true like i went from this thing where i thought like nobody ever cared about what i was doing none of my ideas were good enough and this company out of the blue just hit me up and they had heard of the stuff they listened to the uh they listened to the podcast they saw some of the pitch meetings um they saw some of the slide decks so that's my lesson to people like never quit believing in what you're doing uh you never know who's watching so yeah keep doing that but yeah Failing is subjective. I'm out.
2: Hey, guys. It's your girl, back Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys. It's Trell, and this is The, the Team. Team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat, where we talk any and everything, from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that. Take that. Damn. <laughs> All
0: right. And we're back at it. Uh, Shout out to Jay. Again, for just saying that I want to thank you, brother, for taking the time out of your day. I know you're running the Pod Dealers Network and everything for sending content for my podcast. Also, you guys heard a commercial there for the team podcast. Make sure you're checking out the team podcast. Make sure you're checking out all the podcasts on the Burks Radio. Technical Foul, uh, the sports podcast, and the family. Well, one of them, because we also have Cole Sports, They're so just doing it, doing their damn thing. And speaking of Cole, make sure you check out all of his podcasts. Uh, he's a member of the Breaks Media as well. Just check out the whole Burks Media team, because we're putting in that work going in 2020 uh we're going to be putting in even more work but get into my dark and twisted crazy ass mind this week uh the first thing that we're going to be talking about is back in june i talked to you guys about uh st louis which still holds a special place that's my old stomping ground i moved from st louis almost three years ago at this point so like um i still keep in touch i still have a lot of connections in, in st louis and I, and I like to keep uh in the know of what's going on in that city um My my mom still lives there. My oldest son still lives there. Um, So, yeah, got to got to keep in touch. But uh, we talked back in June about police officers that were exposed for having like a racist Facebook group um, going on uh, there. And 22 of those cops that were exposed um, for, you know, having racist comments in that group and, you know, just saying things that are problematic of someone who's supposed to be protecting all people. Well, two of those cops were actually fired. Um, one of them was Sergeant Ronald Hasty, and the other one was uh, a 30-year veteran, uh, Detective Thomas Mabry. Um, and so they uh, are officially no longer with the department as of November 27th, uh, and they were fired officially for conduct unbe- con- conduct unbecoming of an officer. Um, so, you know, I mean, I would think that, you know, putting bigotry and racism, um, is definitely, uh, something that should be a becoming of police officers. But sadly, you know, many of us would have the perspective that that's very kind of in line with what a lot of police officers have And this, you know, it, it's good that they, uh, they were fired. Uh, they do plan to appeal and do whatever due process they have to kind of get out of this decision but I think ultimately, you know, yeah, 22 were found. So two out of the 22, what happens to those other 20? How are they reprimanded? Uh, as far as my, what I was able to find, I didn't really see anything. And that that's what kind of not kind of, but this is what a lot of us still have problems with cops that even when they are found uh, to, to to be doing something like it's a lot of slap on the wrist. Like, yeah, this was two. And I don't and I don't want to like ignore the fact that, yes, these two were fired and they rightfully done and that is a step in the right direction. Um and maybe they just need to make it more public on what they do to uh reprimand officers who are found like well found like this. This this is this is a very rare case. I don't think that they're going to be a lot of uh instances where, you know, the bigotry and the racism is just out there in public like well, it was a closed off Facebook group, but they're just easily uh seen as this one was. Um but, you know, I think the thing that that I do want to highlight as far as the positive. So the fact that there was a group or is a group that is watching Police officers like this for you know any proofs of racism and and and, uh, and and things like that. You know, some would say that it may be invasion of privacy. Some would say, should we really have? Groups that are just here to like watch out for negative aspects of police officers, but what I'll say is like go back to the whole thing: who watches the watchmen? Uh, There needs to be oversight, and you know this is uh, extremely problematic. So I'm I'm happy in this case that this was uh that it was exposed and that there has been disciplinary action uh, and then firing in the case of these two cops. But you know, I mean, it kind of it kind of just we got to take it a step at a time, and um, so I'm I'm sorry to those men, not really, but. You know, you know what the saying means. Um, getting into more positive news that I do want to talk about. So Good Times is having a uh a live, uh live in front of a studio audience. And so we got the announcements of the new cast. Uh Viola Davis who will be will be playing the mother in good times. So getting a damn 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 from uh Viola Davis is something that I couldn't be happier about. A Jarrell Jerome, who like really kind of gotten well not kind of, he he got so much notice. Uh, from uh the series on the Central Park 5 and just an outstanding act, actor and you know he's also cast in a, in a mystery role as well Andre Bragger Brocker I believe is how you pronounce it uh he'll be play he'll be portraying the father in Good Times um so you know he'll be playing James Evans uh and then Jay Farrow will be playing JJ Evans so that's dope uh Tiffany Haddish also was cast in this as well so it, it's I'm all for it I'm all for it I, I really do like this cast some of the cast that I'm not um as familiar with Jamie Foxx, uh Jamie Foxx's daughter will actually be playing Thelma Evans. And I haven't really seen her in anything. Um so I can't really speak to that that acting, but this cast is just is is powerful. Um and so uh Anthony Anderson and Patty LaBelle will be singing the theme song. Um that's crazy. This and so this uh, live in front of a studio audience, all in the family and good times will air uh, December 18th, which is just a couple of days ago, a couple of days away. It actually, that's this upcoming Wednesday. Um, peek behind the curtain. I'm recording this on Monday. It releases on Monday. So, uh, yeah, just a couple of days. I I'm, I may I may honestly check out the film frequency. Maybe I'll record a, a initial reaction after this because I'm definitely going to be watching it. I'm definitely just I'm just interested to see how this all works out. Um, but yeah, yeah. One last topic in the mind. Hey, second, before we get into the main topic for this week's episode, and that is as we close out the decade, what are some of the things that define the decade for you? Um, I kind of talked about it during the open a little bit, just like how I look at this decade. And I think. Overall, like if we're looking at the over the course of, of like everything that's happened this decade, it's really been us. And by that, I mean, black culture really, eh, you know, I, not even just that, like because we had the Me Too movement, we got Black Lives Matter. Like overall, I like to say that a lot of the shit that we were qui- kind of quietly experiencing and quietly protesting and whatever has all been coming to the limelight. I've talked a lot of times about the Me Too movement and how that shined that dar- that light on the previous dark corners of Hollywood. Uh, Black Lives Matter, which we've just we are, just got tired of it. And, you know, we, we see an awareness of uh, people just paying more attention to, to social issues, cultural issues and not being afraid to call out the bullshit. And, and you know, the kallen kaepernick's whole situation like it's just it's all really this decade has been a decade of awareness of awareness and one would say an awakening shout out uh you know shameless plug there to kind of the title of this of this uh podcast but it's really been that people are now more and more aware we're seeing more awareness in trans rights and activism and what trans people go through and the murder the murder of of trans women and how you know that went unspoken for so long we already talked like art kelly his whole fall and decline can be uh, completely thrown at the fact that people are tired of the shit and people like this is something that people have known about r kelly and quietly just you know this has been something that we that we make jokes about or whatever for years and now it's finally to the point where no this motherfucker is being put away for it. we've seen whole specials on Art Kelly, host specials on on Michael Jackson as well. We we know the issues with that one, how a lot of the stuff that was said in there was kind of um, misleading. But this has just been a decade, and it's really just been the last few years, but of awareness, and it's been slowly. You can really see the how it's escalated over that amount of time of people just being more and more aware. Um, and I I for one am happy that that it's turning into what it's turning into. Um, we're tired. People are tired of the bullshit. Uh, one thing that I do want to say though uh, too is that while it's a it's a growth in awareness of issues, uh, one thing that I do want to point out is that everything has an agenda, and if you're only only getting your information from Facebook from Twitter, a lot of that information, even if it's in ads, they don't fact check, so a lot of it is misleading. Like as we're growing in awareness, it's also been a growth in the control over of, of news outlets and everything else on how that they can control the release of information or uh, what information they let out. This is why. We need to do more than just look at what's easily and, and given to us uh, straightforward. So, you know, that it's just a lot of that. And I wanted to talk about that because it was important to me. Um, you know, this just the decade and, and just how, you know, we see our people and just people in general and in this country changing. Um, and, you know, it's st- we still have a long way to go. No one is saying that it's changed and now all of a sudden it's better. But the first thing before we can actually have actual change is that p- we have to be aware and make sure that people are aware of the issues that are happening out here. And that's something that we've we've done now uh, going forward and going into 2020. Um, I hope that it continues, you know, it's just as, as much as we fight to be more aware and we fight to make stuff more public um, and to make sure that we're not forgotten and our voices is heard. There are just equally as many powers that are fighting to keep us from knowing certain things, to keep us from being able to speak out. There's there's that same Amount of power given to both sides. So we need to just continue to support each other. And hopefully that's what this next decade would be, is that a rise of us appreciating each other as people and embracing differences and trying to understand the other side. A lot of people, what we do is we talk, we talk to talk, right? We talk to get our points across and and not everyone's talking to understand. For example, you know, you hear the the pro-choice, pro-life uh, conversation. And people who really like talk about it publicly, and really, they're just making their points. No one's actually ever trying to meet in the middle with a lot of these things. And hopefully, yes, awareness is growing. But maybe, and maybe, my faith in people is just too much. I don't know. We'll continue to see it. Um, but that's it for the end of my hey segment. That was just the things that are on my mind, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Um, I did want to talk a little bit. I plan on going into like the Jamel Hill. Uh, Stephen A. Smith thing. If anybody's paid attention to that, you know, Stephen A. Smith came out and said how he was working behind the scenes to get Kaepernick um, a a workout in the NFL. And, you know, it's my issues with Stephen A. Smith have been very well uh, displayed on this podcast. And I've talked about it. Kind of had a whole episode built around what I feel is, you know, his coonery. And I know people say that 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 word is harsh, but that's honestly how I feel about the man. If you guys disagree, I completely understand. Uh, I respect your opinion. But when I look at this man and when I look at how he started with, quite frankly, originally, and then where he is now, like when he got fired from ESPN and he came back, I feel like he came back in the sense of I'm going to play better this time. And he, yeah, he's still loud. He's still technically boisterous. Uh, he picks his targets way better at this point now. But, you know, like I say, with all things, there is an agenda behind everything that everyone does. Everyone, everything, everything you see in, in, in mainstream media, every platform has their own agenda. Some of them are more nefarious than others, but you'd be crazy to think that not everyone has one. And they do. Um, you just got to pay close attention to it, And that way you can dissect things the best way that you can and whatever. You know, I, I have a different uh, perspective on things that I know a lot of people do because it's, rare, it's hard for me nowadays to kind of just sit back and just enjoy almost any form of media because, well, news media specifically or social commentary, because I'm like, all right, what what is your agenda? What are you really talking about? What 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 are your tweets? Who do you like support? It, it, it gets dangerous. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, But that's it. That's it. I, I've I've belabored this in the minor haze in my dark and twisted ass mind too much this week. We can't stay in there too long. Because then you motherfuckers will start getting dark and twisted like me. We're going to go ahead and we're going to get into a commercial slash musical break. And I'll catch you guys on the other side with the main discussion topic for this week. I'll see you guys there.
2: What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs.
1: And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro
2: Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast. A weekly legal podcast. And our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky.
1: Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday.
2: Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. I feel blue. Way up I feel blessed. Way up uh, I feel blessed. Straight up, look, I live the life I deserve. Bless Fuck a V.K. I feel better at word. Funny thing about talking behind my back is that it just keeps coming back to me,
0: nigga. What's... All right, people. So welcome to uh the discussion topic for this week. And, you know, as I said on the top of the show, this week we'll actually be discussing uh perseverance is kind of the overarching theme in this week's episode. And, you know, I want to start off like with uh Angela Duckworth. Um Actually she described grit as this. Uh she said, Grit is persevering and passion for long term goals. And so when you think about it in that way, you know, we we hear about grit grit and grind, especially if you're a Chicago Bulls fan, grit and grind is like the way that they describe our offense, but It still sucks. Uh, Nonetheless, like really what I wanted to talk about this week is the important to persevere through things. And often like over the last decade, just look at it. We're ending this decade out. How many times have there been things that you've had to just kind of suck it up and go with? And that suck it up and go mindset can be toxic. But that's why we're going to talk about. Rather than just suck it up and go, we're going to talk about persevering and developing the proper mindset and the thought process that can help you persevere through it and work past it rather than just to suck it up and go. And it's something that I've had to personally learn through as well. There's been, you know, I I say all the time on this podcast or just in general how I'm not like the most emotional person and that is kind of true. I think I don't things don't affect me the same way emotionally as they do a lot of people, but I've I've over the course of my life realized I've I've kind of sucked up a lot of things and they've come back and kind of bit me in my ass um emotionally and so you know, developing a mindset of of persevering, a, it gets you through the tough times. It also lets you realize that, you know, whatever you're going through in your current situation isn't where you ultimately have to end up. It's not your final end game. It's not your it's not your final place. You know, we go through things, I think, personally, I go think we go through things to really test if we're ready for the blessing that's gonna come going forward. So if you get down and you aren't able to persevere through it. Then how do you deserve to get through the other side if you if you let it kind of sit in you and you know last week we talked about success and failure and we talked about how the fact of ultimately you can turn a failure into the into a success just by your mindset just by learning from it and doing a self evaluation of why you failed rather than blaming things on other people and persevering is the is is kind of the next step in that because yeah you can you can find the success and failure of of recognizing the things that you did wrong the things that you could you could have did better. But to actually fix those things, to actually take it upon yourself to correct actions and correct things that may have been ingrained in you for so long, it takes persevering to get through that. It takes a level of talent and intelligence to be able to just get through whatever is going on. And so I think if we adopt the essence of grit, AKA an essence of perseverance, then that can really help take us to the next level of things. And um, when you look at it, whether it's in business, whether it's personal, whether it's in relationships, we all have to we all have to persevere in one way or, or another. Now, the success and failure episode was talking about a way and talking about something that we failed in and how we can flip that and ultimately build off of that. A persevering mindset is different. A persevering mindset isn't necessarily that you failed. It's just that there's a obstacle in front of you or something that's holding you down and how you're not going to continue to let that hold you down. So it's not necessarily a failure. It's a little bit different in that way. So then like to get into the point of persevering, I think that we have to focus on growth, right? Growth has to come first in, pers- in persevering. And so when you think about like how you growth and you- how you grow and your grows, and a lot of that becomes in having self-regulation, you have to be able to regulate yourself on, on things to grow. and, and, for us to be able to grow to the next step or grow past whatever we have going on, we have to kind of focus on our growth. You have to focus on where you want to be, not necessarily where you are, and you also have to try to improve you. You can be great at something, but you're not the best. None of us are really the best at at something. We can be really, really good at it, but if you always strive to know that you, you, there's always a way you can improve on what you do. And you know, even with this podcast, I talk all the time about how I'm great at it and my sound quality and everything, but I still try every day to or every episode to learn and to experiment with different things to make it better and take it up another step. You have to be focused on growth and your own personal growth with that. You know, you can, you can read a book every day. Let's just say you can read a book on how you can be a better businessman, how you can be a better entrepreneur, how you can be more emotionally uh, aware and self-aware. But at the end of the day, like if you're not really applying the thing, you're just, you're just obtaining knowledge. You have to put that knowledge into practice. And that's another point of what we try to do. We got, we have to, be able to build ourselves up so um I think that you know in, in preparing for not preparing but in like I said I'm in a really reflective place over like where the last decade has taken me and really only I've been doing this podcast a little over two years and really over the last two years have I really think that I've like bre- really tried to break down some of my own biases and you know I even you know i been doing the transphobia the deconstructing transphobia episode I admitted that there was a time where I definitely would have been considered homophobic, but I had to, I had to recognize that to really get better and, and, and to grow past that. And then I wanted to put that on display, my growth and my changing mindset of it, um, and, and put it into episodes. And so, you know, when you think about the the decade and how we are going to persevere, how are we going to change the narrative? How are we going to keep improving? Not just decade to decade. That's of course, that's a long-term goal and it's great to have, but more importantly, Day to day, year to year, like there is something that we can all continue to improve at. And, you know, especially as black men and, you know, I know that this podcast is listened to more than just black people, but I am an African-American. And so I have to when I talk about things like that is talking about from the place of what I have to do. We we talk a lot about how the man keeps us down or what we have to deal with with police and And everything. And while those things are definitely true, like a lot of people get bogged down by that and then they can't move forward. And that, uh, you know, we talked about social PTSD and also like genetic um, memory and how that plays into like a lot of our fears and a lot of the the mindsets that we have. Talked about those in previous episodes. But with that being said, I think that ultimately for us to persevere through this life, for us to get to a place that that and and not just persevere and just say that we're doing it to do it, but to really be happy and enjoy the journey of persevering through things is we have to find the joy in what we do, whether and you know, that's what I've, I've that's kind of where I really originally started in bringing up this podcast is that I found the awakened soul and I found my joy in it and how I got my, and then I turned that joy into also an ability to, or a, a space and a platform where hopefully where my growth is put on display first, like my thought processes, my how I want to grow, how I want to see the world differently. That's really what this platform is ultimately for. And then people who listen, people who engage, people who support, they 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 tend to end up learning from it too. And that's I think in doing that. Um, you know, that that's that's been the way that I've been able to persevere through a lot of my own things that I put on myself. But we're going to get into, you know, this has been my thing with the last couple episodes is we have lists. So I've developed five ways to develop per- perseverance and resilience. And the first one is Focus on your language, on your language choice. And that means how you talk about yourself, how you talk about the people around you. We, it's very, it's so easy to talk about what we either didn't do or what we have a problem with, and then focus on talking about that issue rather than using and focusing our language on how we can improve. Yeah, it's easy to say, I effed up, or it's easy to say, you know, you messed up here, but it's harder to focus on, all right, this is what you did good, but this is how we can make it better. And you you have to focus on the language that you use with yourself. Um, you have to praise yourself sometimes. And you know, shout out to AJ from what we're going to do. He had an episode uh, that was all about thanking himself for the things that he was able to do and learn from and and what he was able to stick to and, and everything. And that's kind of in that same mindset. You have to talk yourself up. You have to speak life into things. And I think oft- often like we will sit back and complain when you look at Twitter, when you look at even like donald trump like when the language that you decide to use it does affect your mindset so you have to be more intentional intentional on the way that you choose to talk not only to other people but to talk about yourself and you'll and you'll find once that mindset starts switching it's easier to persevere through something that has gotten you down or whatever when you focus on positive language choice second thing surround yourself with people who persevere if you know that you have a problem you know often we talk about it's not really learning things through osmosis but you want to surround yourself with people sometimes who don't who have skills you either lack or mindsets you that you lack so then you can learn from them by sometimes just seeing them not even them sitting down and trying to teach you but you'll be surprised on how when you change your circle your life changes when you change the people who are around you your life changes i for one I had to change my situation. Like we moved from St. Louis to Columbus. And honestly, I and I, I know I talked about St. Louis at the, at the top in the, in the minor hay segment I with the, with the racist officers, but I had to, I had to change my surroundings um, away from St. Louis so that I could be in a better mindset. Like just being in that city really put me in a bad spirit. And sometimes even when I go back now, it does, but I had to up and leave and uproot everything to really fix something. And yeah, like you have to sometimes change your surroundings. And some would say, all right, if you're changed to your surroundings, are you really persevering? Yeah, because it's not easy to change your surroundings. It's easy to get caught up in just the the day-to-day and where you're comfortable. We, we got to stop confusing comfort with happiness. Just because you're comfortable in something, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's even contributing to your happiness. And that's what we do. We'll stay in something so long because we're comfortable. We'll stay in the same city so long because we're comfortable. We know the places. We know the city like the back of our hand. But we are we really limiting our growth there? So, yeah, you have to surround yourself with people and things that help that have attributes that sometimes you need to obtain yourself. And that's how you can learn to preserve, per- persevere through certain things. Number three adopt flexible thinking patterns. So when you think about it, and this is something that I'm still working on. So again, this po- this podcast is as much about me learning these things as me trying to teach them, but you have to be less rigid in your thoughts and actions. And I am a very rigid person in my thoughts. Uh, sometimes and I'm trying to learn how to grow past that. But when you learn to be more flexible in the way that you think, the way that you see things, and being more of a creative thinker, you will see how that breeds in resilience and perseverance. Because it, 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 when you're more flexible in the way that you attack certain issues and things that come up to you, and even when you're more flexible in the way that you just see the world, when you don't see it as just black and white, when you learn to appreciate the gray and the, the different areas and the different spectrums, that's when you can learn to persevere through things and you develop resilience as well. Number four, set tiny goals that, that align with your purpose. So we sometimes, and I say this all the time about black people, and I go back to my people, is that a lot of times we'll be so hesitant to get something started just by the the idea that it may fail, that we don't even get started on it. And that's a problem. So you have to set tiny goals. So you see the goal. We Sometimes we try to leap into that goal. Set yourself up a pattern and a plan. That way, when you are working in your purpose and you set up those tiny goals, it gives you a time to also celebrate that, but also see how far you've come. It's uh, it's great to, to take a huge leap. And then see and look back and be like, damn, look how far I've come. But it's 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 harder sometimes to develop those small steps, those small processes, those small victories that you have accomplished. You have to do that as well. You have to create shorter term goals that align with that bigger purpose. And it's easier to get to that ultimate huge goal eventually when you do those things. Number five, build time in your day for reflection. And, you know, some people will say meditate. You know, that that can also be in this as well. You have to find the time to really, yeah, reflect on not just like things that happen over the day, but like things that you have could have done better. You have to also reflect on how far you've come. You have to reflect on how your goals may need to change. But when you do these things and and, t- and take time to really reflect on what's going on. It not only gives you time to appreciate where you where you've gone and where you've come, but it also gives you time to call audibles and to to readjust where you need to readjust that. But sometimes we don't truly reflect on things. We get so focused and get those blinders on and just where we want to go and how we're going to get there. And this was part of the plan. And this is what we said we were going to do by now that we don't really reflect on how not only things with us may have changed, but the things around us may have changed. Right. Because sometimes it's not it's not something that we did or didn't do that we need that causes us to have to call, call that audible. Sometimes it's the change of the environment. It's a change of the situations that are out of our control, but you also need to reflect on that. So that way you can make those proper steps going forward. So that's, I, I know I, I got a list every week now. Um, <laughs> that That's, that's, that's really it. And I, I wanted to do this um, episode on, on perseverance, just because I think that a lot of times we, we talk or I talk, I'll, I'll make it about me. I'll talk on things like the success and failure. And then it's like, all right, but what about what about that's if everything goes perfect. That's if if you can even have the right mindset to even be in a place of evaluating a failure. But to do that, you have to have the persevering spirit. You have to have the persevering mindset. You have to really be more productive about your goals and more intentional about your action. That's it. That's all I got. Um, Fairly short episode of The Awakened Soul this week. Uh, I think with everything all coming together, it was probably about 40 minutes, but I hope you guys got a lot out of it going into the podcast next week. uh, We'll actually be having a guest again for the first time in a few weeks, so I look forward to that. Not teasing that right now. You guys will see it when you get there. Uh, We got a dope discussion plan uh, for that. So I'm just, I'm really, really looking forward to where The Awakened Soul is going in 2020. We also have the end of the decade recap dropping on New Year's at midnight, the same time as the ball, just like I did last year. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but that's it. That's it. That's it this week. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can follow the podcast at Soul Potter at The Soul Podges, depending on where you're looking for us at. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear about how you are going to persevere and what you're going to persevere through going into 2020. Let me know. Uh, you can send that at to The awake Soul at gmail.com. You can uh, send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns there. That's been it. This is another episode of the best podcast around period point blank. I'll see you lovely and beautiful people next week take no all take totes of the marijuana soul relax and take no
1: gun smoke gun smoke I just, I, 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 just I, I just want the paper i just want the paper i just want the paper i just relax take no wanna take totes of the marijujuana soul relax and take no gun smoke gunsmo i just want the paper i just want the paper i just i just want the paper i just want the paper e i'm a ref district Till I walk up on death, my demise ain't near Don't hold your breath, cook heat over beef So I'm something like a chef Purple cushions, my bitches wax off they pussy bushes Eat dick like it's delicious, and grant a pimp wishes She dig my country talking, she say I sound funny Embassy sweet sitting on the bed, count money Illegal hustling, dirty money muscling Spending like I never saw a day of pain to suffering. Look at my face, you can tell I seen both of them. I stick in-